Wake Up Tri-Counties live from our Save-A-Lot studio. Good morning, I'm Sean Kernan and joining us live today, friends from the health department, we have Rayanne Tucker along with Megan Washburn and Alex Limbaugh. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Rayanne, you want to start? Sure, um, the usual thing. Uh, we will get to the numbers this week. They were released yesterday at IDPH. As far as COVID, we are sitting at 50 new cases in Henry County over the last week and three in Stark County making a total of 53. So again, slightly elevated from the previous week, but not hideous numbers by any stretch of the imagination. As far as our metrics, uh, our community level is sitting at low for both Henry and Stark County. However, the transmission levels, which guide the masking in the healthcare settings, uh, those will be updated uh, tonight, uh, late afternoon, but we'll report them in the morning. And right now uh, it's at substantial for Henry County and high for Stark, which means um, masking up in a healthcare setting. So don't be surprised about that if you go to a clinic or other healthcare provider and they're asking you to match, um, mask up. Of course, we're still looking at the May 11th date as far as being able to liberate ourselves. Obviously, we will still be keeping an eye and encouraging our vaccination services and encouraging parents, especially in the children's population, to get those COVID um, bivalent boosters. But enough of me. <laughs> this is probably what most people say on a weekly basis. Uh, today, I am joined by two of our environmental health practitioners. Alex and Megan, and they're really here because even though it looks kind of dreary and it's a March day, we are looking ahead at uh, the year that's going to unfold in the spring and the summer and even early fall when we start having events. And due to the pandemic, a lot of us are kind of out of uh, you know practice as to you know what we have to do so that all these events can take place and we can return to normalcy. Uh, so I'm going to kind of turn it over to um, Megan and uh, kind of explain why you think it's important for people to get this information that you're going to share today. Perfect. Thank you, Ryan. Mm -hmm. So, um, like Ryan said, it's kind of cold out today, but it is March, so those temporary events are going to start kicking off. Um, we kind of just want to come on and touch base with everyone. Um, we did roll out a new temporary event vendor um, application, so a lot of our vendors are, um, you know, repeat. They go a lot of places throughout Henry and Stark County all season long, so we thought it would be really beneficial for them and for us for them to fill out one application for the whole year, um, pay a flat fee, and then you just kind of go do your thing for the year. Um, we'll still pop in and do those um, inspections throughout and make sure you know everything is up to sanitation code and all that good stuff. Um, but really we just, you know, like Rayanne said, we're um, coming off of COVID here and want to remind everybody that we're back and temp event season is rolling up on us very quickly. Now, I know you send these things out and, and we're good at communicating with our local businesses. Uh, what's the easiest way for them to get this application process started? Yeah, um, the application can be found on our website. Um, you can always call into our office. Uh -huh. We can email it to you. Um, if you come in, we can print it off for you. Um, it's really just about three to four pages. Right. It's a quick, easy application. Shouldn't yeah. take too long to fill out. I know so many times, especially when we talk about the food program at the health department and the inspections. And a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, like this is something that is to be avoided or they don't really want to do. You know, this is just, a, if nothing, it's positive. Positive because we're educating, positive because we're having a dialogue and getting that information, and positive that the people now attending these events know that 
you know, their health is being protected and everybody's doing their best to make these events you know, uh, continue and be done the best way possible. So I think that it's really kudos going out to our staff. These girls have really put in the work and the time and really looked at what can we do to make this process better for everyone involved. And again, I think the fact of the matter is, is just being able to do that once and mm -hmm. have all that information at one time and check that box. And then you can get to the other things that you have to get as an event planner or a vendor. Sure. We tried to we tried to listen to um, a, what like a lot of feedback we got last year mm -hmm. because we now have so many events, like let's say Love It Amp, right? Mm -hmm. They're going week after week after week. So for them, it's getting repetitive and you know, they just don't want to do the paperwork mm -hmm. every week. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, what can we do to meet in the middle mm -hmm. to, you know, you can meet what we have to do mm -hmm. requirement and safety wise, and then less paperwork for you, easier for you. And also the benefit is you can go between Henry and Stark right. with that registration, right. which, so that's, I mean, to me seems much easier and they are required to have food handler training, mm -hmm. but, um, that's a quick, easy course. It's, like a three hour course, right? Mm -hmm. right. Yep. And I think we're gonna hope to offer that soon. Great. So that will be something that restaurant owners and temporary event people can pop into. I think it's like $15. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's cheap. <laughs> that $15 is nothing. I mean, yeah, let's it, be let's be honest. Right. It's, I it's, mean, we can walk into any store and we could lose fifteen dollars really quick. Okay. It's super. It's, <laughs> it's affordable and it's just your basic sanitation that everyone needs to know. So mm -hmm. we're not requiring anything crazy, but. Mm -hmm. You know, there was confusion. People were a little confused about uh, if they can, you know, it's just mm -hmm. another option. Absolutely. For Forgive me if you've addressed mm -hmm. this, but uh, who needs to fill these out? Is mm -hmm. it the event organizer or an individual vendors or both? Um, it would be the vendor. Um, so for each temporary event, we have like an event coordinator. Um, and we do have an event coordinator sheet um, that we do like to have filled out just so we know, like those bigger events, right. you know, the Henry County Fair Hog Days. You know, Hog Days, we have like, 40, 45 40 vendors. vendors. Yeah. So it's hard for us to keep track of them all. And they have event coordinators for that. So it's easy, easier for both parties to just have one point of contact, um, you know, for us to call. And then those vendors just got to fill out that form. And hopefully it's more time efficient for all parties involved. <laughs> I think so. And it, it leaves them more time to do the other things that they need in planning. Um, but I would say right now, this is the time to think of it. And also what we, right. we have been seeing over the last few years, and it happens every year, is there might be a changing of the guard in the people that are in charge of these events. Uh, so that's something that if you're new to an event um, or part of a planning committee, you know, maybe t bring this up with th that event and say, we are okay with the health department, right? You know, just looking ahead because yeah, there are so many things to be considered when you're doing an event. This is the last thing and it's definitely not something you want to leave to the last minute. Right. Yeah. So be pro proactive and, and get that done so that everybody knows where they're at. So um, yeah, give us a call. Uh, utilize the information that we have on our website. We have a new website if people have not been um, familiar with that in the last couple of years. It's so much easier to navigate. We're continually trying to make it a better experience to come and a great interface with our pub, um, population and public needing that information that they do. What else would you like to address? Okay, well, it's pretty exciting next week. <laughs> it's exciting. It's, ex it's very exciting if you're in the EH division, environmental <laughs> health. Um, but this is something that we do focus on each and every year. And that is next week is uh, 
National Groundwater Protection Week. And, and that may sound like, really, that there's a celebration? But let, let's face it, there's a celebration for everything. But really, groundwater is something, it's one of our most important resources, especially where we live here in the Midwest. And it does bring up a part of our environmental health division that a lot of people don't realize that we do. And we actually have the water um, part of our, our um, development pro program at the health department. And I think Alex can give us a little bit of information. What we want to remind our residents as to why groundwater awareness and protection week is so important. Right. Um, I'm super excited to talk about it because <laughs> water's my jam, but um, you know, we are always encouraging people to, con to annually sample their water. Um, we're super lucky in Henry County and in Star County to have groundwater. I know some places in Illinois, um, there's a study out that they're going to be out of groundwater mm -hmm. by 2025. So they're going to have to result to surface water, you know, collecting that surface water. So we're super lucky. So we have to protect that by not letting any, any contaminants get in. Um, you know, if you have a well, making sure that your lid's on tight, your casing's intact, it's not cracked. Um, and then making sure it's not getting flooded, um, but also that sampling, because how are you ever gonna know if you don't sample? Right. Um, we do offer, we can come out and test it for you, or you can pick up a test kit at our um, health department. Um, and we're super excited because we're also offering lead and arsenic testing, which has not been ever offered previously. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we can test for your bacteria, your E. coli coliform, um, nitrates, which is like fertilizer coming off the fields, right. lead and arsenic, which is, super exciting and i'm super excited to see kind of the trends mm -hmm. in the area of mm -hmm. what we're going to see you know if we've got certain high levels here or not so right yeah it's it's exciting I, and i think you know it as far as what we do it's protect and improve the health of the community and this is one of those aspects that we really have to protect this resource for future generations and everybody is so health conscious um, and, you know, you don't go anywhere without someone seeing, you know, carrying a water bottle mm -hmm. and worrying about, you know, oh, I'm not going to drink tap, I'm going to drink a water, you know. But, you know, this is something we need to protect. And if you are a person who has their own well, you want to make sure that that water that you're drinking and that you're utilizing by your family is healthy. Because, unfortunately, though we are lucky that most are, by testing it, you can get that confirmation. And if there is a problem, they can come in and consult and hopefully you can get that fixed and protect the health of your family and those people partaking in that water source. Well, we are gonna talk more about this next week. Right? Absolutely, yeah, uh, I will and, be uh, here and we'll give them some, some it, tips. It's incredibly important to talk about it because I think people out west especially have learned that uh, damage <laughs> yes. to groundwater is not, it's, it's mortal danger to people. Absolutely. It Having is. to rely on that surface water is not really something that you want to go down. We're so and lucky to have yes. groundwater. People, like adequate resources. Yes. You know, we're not drilling new wells year in, year out. I'm going to wells that are from 1940 that mm -hmm. are still producing water. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're super lucky to have that. And we got to make sure we're, you know, just protecting our wells and also making sure no other, you know, outside contaminants are getting into. So 1940 is a completely different time for her than it is to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good for a no. well going that long. <laughs> this is the woman that lives in a house that's over 100 years old. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank More you, on that Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Wake Up Tri-Counties from our Save-A-Lot studio.